0: Hello. Hello, my darlings. This is Micah Riot. You are tuning in to episode 44 of Ink Medicine podcast. Today, we're going to talk about color tests. I did a few color tests throughout this last year. Three is, I believe, is how many I did. So it's not something I do very often, partially because not a lot of people understand that that's an option. I usually offer them when I think it'll be beneficial to me and the client. So let's jump right in. First, what is a color test? A color test is a small tattoo done to see how the skin will take the ink and how the colors will heal in the skin. It's done before a big tattoo. Usually, I suggest that when somebody wants a large tattoo, um, full of different colors, maybe colors that their skin may or may not uh, work well with. So skin that is melanated, different shades of melanated skin. Even when someone's very light-skinned, but their skin is melanated, it's hard to know how exactly colors like yellows, pinks, lighter purples, colors that have white in them, that are more pastel. It's hard to know how they will heal in the skin because the skin... Okay, so a little lesson on how tattoo ink works. It sits underneath the skin. So whatever uh, color skin you have is a filter for the filter for the ink. So it's the ink plus the filter of your skin. So people who are very, very light-skinned, people who are very much Caucasian, who have no green or yellow undertones, who have more of like, if you look at them, maybe they look kind of pinkish or maybe they look just very light, very pale, very white. Um, that skin is going to show the color the most true because it sits underneath your skin, right? So if your filter is basically translucent, there you go. But people who have more pigment in their skin, it's going to look a little different. So there are two reasons why a color test might be a good idea. One, as I already mentioned, somebody whos who's got other pigment in their skin, um, maybe they have yellow or Green undertones, or um, they're quite dark, or they're even light skinned, but they still have um, color in their skin, right? Melan- melanin in their skin. And the other reason would be somebody who has a lot of skin issues like eczema, psoriasis, um, as we talked about in a couple of episodes ago. It's a good idea to test the skin to see if the skin will react, right? So people who have um, any number of autoimmune disorders. That have to do with also pressure on their skin, um, like they're more sensitive to pressure, which is something I've encountered a few times in my career, or pain. Maybe they have their pain receptors are extra activated. Um, so to test whether or not they can take the size of the tattoo, the amount of tattooing they actually want to do, so we do we do a little test, right? We do a little a little test. So it's a color test, um, call it a color test but it also actually is just like a tattooing test. So it is a possibility. As of now, I don't charge for the color test. It's part of the ex- the whole experience of getting tattooed, right? So because I'll be charging to get, for the person to get the big tattoo, I figure this is something that they should do. And I don't want um, cost to be prohibitive of them doing the color test if it's gonna be beneficial and give them information about how well their body can handle the whole process. I think it benefits both of us. So I don't usually, as of now, I have not charged for the color test. How do I do the color test? We usually use the skin that the primary tattoo is going to be going onto. So if it's, you know, it's the upper arm, it's going to be on the arm, back, it's going to be in the back, um, leg, etc. So we go into the skin that's already going to be being planned to get the tattoo and it's usually a small either like a little um, swatchy little flower a little design a tiny little mandala like something small and cute and sometimes it's just like freckles little stars so the last couple of tests I did were dots of color and they are kind of a little constellation of different colors Um, I want it to stand on its own I want it to be cute on its own I want it to be just stripes or something, you know, something that is going to look like a test. I want it to look like a little tattoo that could have been something the person got on purpose because I don't know what's going to happen, right? If they don't react well um, or if they just change their mind after they get this little bit of tattooing done, I don't want them to feel like they um, they're now like a piece of paper with a swatch on it, right? Like I want them to feel like they got a cute little tattoo out of it. So we try to make it cute. It does need to be a little swatch. so a, a dot, a little circle, um, a little oval, something like that gonna be a better bet than like a line, right? So if it's just line work, um, unless the person really just wants line work for their for the, their primary tattoo that they are interested in getting, I will usually do a swatch. What do I look for once the person's healed? So the colors I choose to do the color test with are the colors the person wants in their tattoo. So when they heal, I look for, does the color look like I thought it would? Does it, or did it disappear, right? So if the person has melanin in their skin, oftentimes yellows, whites will just disappear out of their skin. So I want to see, did it turn out? And then if it turned out fine, like I can see the yellow, I can see the white, I can see the light pink, I will then use it in the tattoo. Um, And if not, then there's no point in doing that. Um, I see, you know, I asked them about their healing. Was the healing really intense? Um, How did their skin react, right? So this depends on whether the person was coming to get the color test because of skin conditions or autoimmune disorders, or just to see what the color looks like in their skin healed. So I look to see that everything looks normal in the way I expected it. I've been tattooing for a long time, about 15 years. So I pretty much know, I have, I have an idea, I have a prediction of what things will look like and what skin. It doesn't, it's not always the case. Sometimes things that are unpredictable happen. Like I thought something wouldn't show up and it shows up just fine. So that's about all there is to say about color tests. The last note I will make is that the reason why I'd be using a lot of white or lighter colors is because that is how I blend out my colors to do my abstract work, which is one of my specialties that a lot of people come to me for. So, if the person is melanated and they want an abstract piece with a lot of um, like movement and color gradations and color um, transitions, I will need most likely to use white in the tattoo. And so I need to know if that's going to work on their skin. And if not, I will then use watered down colors more and maybe that work more to blend the pieces, like just use a regular shading technique and a watered down color that doesn't have white in it. That's a specific reason for why I I often offer the color test to people who are melanated and who want abstract work from me. Thank you for tuning in to Ink Medicine Podcast. This is a little shorty episode. I hope that's uh, enjoyable for you just as well. Um, I do like to offer information that is useful to people. So however long it takes to tell you about that specific thing is good by me. We're now in October. Um, I'm loving it because I love fall. I love waking up and being cozy, sitting around in a sweatshirt with hot tea, um, doing my work and I'm also kind of trying to organize my house and get rid of stuff I don't need. Did I tell you guys I recently got a thing called Ridwell? So this is not an ad. It's not sponsored. I just really love having Ridwell. It's a company that, um, you pay, you pay them a little bit a month. It's 20 bucks a month and they come and pick up your small plastics twice a month. My pickup is on Monday. So it's every two weeks and it's all of the like thin plastics that you, I usually put in the trash because they're not recyclable, right? It's like the plastic film from like your, um, hummus container, for example, or like the plastic bag that your chicken comes in. Um, or like when you buy meat, oftentimes it comes wrapped in plastic, like shrink wrapped in plastic. So all that stuff ends up in the landfill. And you know, I don't need to talk to you about trash, except that I have trash anxiety and every time I put a piece of trash in the trash, I um, have anxiety about it because I have environmental anxiety and I'm sure many of you do as well. So having red wall is really helping me with that. Um, I basically rarely ever have trash anymore. So you rinse your plastics and you dry them and then you put them in these bags and they come and pick them up and they also pick up um, threads. So like old clothing, like if you have underwear, socks, like things that nobody else will use that you don't want to just put in the trash, like they recycle all that. Um, the plastics, by the way, they make, they partner with a company that makes decking. So I wanted to know what they do with the plastics. And this is what I found out. They make pieces for decking from the small plastics from your house. So yay, I'm happy about that. Um, yeah. And then every month they also have another category that you can give them. They partner with different companies and, uh, give them the stuff they take from us that they will they will then recycle. So like last month, I gave them a whole bunch of cords, It was like a giant bag of cords that I had, and also that people who lived here before me had and had kept in the garage. So I gave them all of that. And like this month, it was toiletries, and they were partnering with an East Bay um, nonprofit that I guess redistributes the toiletries. So they asked for like unopened, unused toiletries. So I had for some reason, a whole bunch of stuff, including like samples in and hotel shampoos and conditioners and lotions and stuff. So I gave them like a big bag of that. Um, yay. I love getting rid of stuff in a way that is sustainable. So anyway, if you are interested in getting rid wall, you should, um, you should, you should do so. It's been great. It's been a very satisfying thing. And the best 20 bucks I spend all month, And also I feel like (laughs) this makes me an adult or something. I'm really excited about my extra trash company that I pay to come pick up my extra trash. All right, Uh, I hope you're having a really good start to your October. Um, Have a great first weekend of October and I will talk to you next week. Oh, hey, I just looked at my BritBull account and I have three three, one, two, three codes to give out to people who want to try Ridwell. It will give you one free month. So if you want to try it, um, email me and I'll send you one of the codes. Just three. So that's it. Bye.